Today, Rinpoche showed how the four white practices become opponents to the four dark practices along the Bodhisattva path. ซุมบะเลยนะจูโรแล้วซะอ่าตาเตเนเตเนคังเกคังกาเอ็นจีเคลาดีซึ่งโอเคเลจิโลดาวะโดเตจิโลกุโอเคทูเชนะโอเคโ
and I'm just not sure if we're going to move forward from there or go over that. So uh, in English, we're talking page 77 in the second volume. What did Larry Sajijan over the Shugubak jersey to do? Shuguba, Gubak jersey to learn. So in the Lam Rim outline text, we see it's the ninth page. What the Valzina, what the Vandus? For those who are following. What did that do? ナビチュージュズワ。ベンジェパガレ。ああ。で、エワジェイレ。ソンバラジェセ。ああ。ベンアツジェパデダマソンエツアンパ。ジェパガワ。ソムジャ、ソムジュ、ソンジェ。ラ
we're going to just start with category number three, uh, numbers, uh, page 77. Um, and there, we're going to go over four categories. Um, so first category, speaking disparagingly to beings who have correctly entered the Mahayana. So here, this is the first category, according to Jayan Sheba, uh, is the object. Um, so what is the object uh, specifically um, to which we're speaking of? And then the second is the um, actual um, negativity the actual speech of negativity. Why is that speech of negativity non-virtuous? It's non-virtuous because it, um, is it, that which is found in Scripture and falls within the type or uh, continuum of that which gives rise to suffering. Uh, so this is why we say that it is necessarily non-virtue because it is that which produces suffering. And that's what qualifies something as a non-virtue. So it says, uh, speak disparaging with blame, with libel, and so forth. Uh, so this is number three. Then a, uh, I'm sorry, number two. Then a sumba? What the sumba? Hassan, the sumba, Rajila, Deish, Deishedo. Ujune, the sonna, Ujisheba, Sudan, Jawang, Jawang, Yungi. Ramatuanla,那了,就弄出东西呢,是 Sambalasana Hasan Rutu Jiguja, 
334. I just want to make sure that we're exactly the same spot. Psalm. Then the the Nabi Chu Jere Nabi Chu Jiba de Jiba Jiba de la Sumbala Jimarbe Sumbala Jiba. Gangisin of the NGK? The Jiba. Gangisin of Nabi Chu Jere Tambo Nipa Sumba. The Jiba, the NGK. Neha Kogamari. You need the Nabi Chu Jere. Sumba the <laughs> You先生,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,我要弄完,
Um, and according to the English, uh, number four falls into a section where we're in it now it's showing the commentary is showing that it's number three. And if we say it's three, we're going to end up in the white practices and where did four go? So this is my issue sitting here. Um, and I'm just, I don't, going to just go forward. Uh, so, Jipa, the Ewasum, Yure? Jipa, the Ewasum, Tambo. Okay. You know, Sidney Gaiaro was. Okay, Sidney Gaiaro was. Okay. And Tela Karijan and Nashuri Gresena, and Sidney Tela Ujusin and Nashuri and Gres. Less so. Sidney Gaiaro, Ujusina. Okay. Nabiturias, Nabitur in the Mago in Bezier. Mago in the Lotus Nebagashi. Okay, so Tambo, so in number four, so we're just, I'm going with this. Number four um, is the, the, of the, the practices, this is, we're going to go with in the English. Page 78, number four, there are going to be three categories under this. In any absence of sincerity, using deceit and misrepresentation to get the service of others. So according to Jayan Sheba, the first category is the object. Um, so here, the object is any living being other than yourself. So when we look to what is the object, um, that's what we're speaking of, any living being that isn't us. Um, when we look at the number two, what is the act, it says the act with deceit and misrepresentation. Why is this act non-virtuous? This act no is non-virtuous because it, it is that which is presented in, in Scripture, and it falls under the type or being which gives rise to suffering. Um, so that's how we would qualify it and say that it is definitely a non-virtue. Um, so the first category is the object, and the second category is the action. Then a sumba kare. Sumba tere. Hasan sumba rajilan jayu shetos. Somebody Okay, less so. Um, so, <clears throat> next we get into um, then the presentation um, of the action. Okay, so we have the object, the action, and then the presentation of the action. So, um, the object is your living, any living being other than yourself. What is done to this being? You act with deceit and misrepresentation. Sincerity is explained uh, in the commentary on Kashapa chapter to be your ordinary attitude. Uh, deceit 
and so we're in number three. And our mis misrepresentation are cheating while measuring with a scale and so forth. As Jiawa Chen, uh, uh, Okay, so, um, so then Lama Tsongkhapa give, puts forth a very clear explanation, so we're completely on track now. Lama Tsongkhapa puts forth a very clear explanation of what these words um, mean uh, as far as number four, sincerity, deceit, misrepresentation, etc. So all these non-virtuous actions, so we have the object, the action, and then the explanation of, of these, um, uh, um, all of these are non-virtuous actions um, because they fall under that category of that which gives rise to suffering. So uh, we have the object is any living being other than yourself. What is, being, what is done to that being? The act, the act with deceit and misrepresentation. So now we'll get into that explanation. Sincerity is explained in the commentary on the Kashapa chapter to be your ordinary attitude. Deceit and misrepresentation are cheating while measuring with a scale and so forth. So uh, you have to watch and when the markets and so forth in Tibet Rimchi would say that there are ways where they could you know, put, put a thumb or make the scale seem like it was heavier, uh, something was heavier than it wasn't. Uh, so this is a, what, what is a 
deceit and misrepresentation, uh, or cheating while measuring with the scale and so forth. So there's just an example, of, uh, an everyday example that's uh, uh, being given um, in this commentary. Um, uh, and then it says, Jawa uh, Yenjung says, it, it, it's, uh, he's, uh, he's the one, he's giving it an example in, uh, he, and he's saying that it's like sending someone to North Lhasa, to Dulung, uh, and, and say in order to get them really to go to Ragma, um, and it's, it's far past Dolung, but you get them most of the way there and then say, well, then now that you're um, half the way there, uh, you might as well go all the way to Ragma. Uh, uh, um, so, uh, Ragma. Uh, so this is uh, what it says, um, this is deceit and misrepresentation and an example that Jawa uh, Yenjung is giving um, of what that is. Um, so that's very clear. And then it says, Asanga's Compendium of Knowledge, the Abhidharma Sumachaya, says that both deceit and misrepresentation arise because of attachment to goods and services and are similarly included in the category of either attachment or ignorance. He says that deceit is to pretend that you have a good quality that you do not have. Um, so. Uh, the di he's going to now, Lama Tsongkhapa is going to clarify even further what the difference between deceit and misrepresentation is. So uh, it's de deceit would be pretending to have some excellent quality that you do not have, um, but pretending to the rest of the, uh, the world or others around you that you possess this quality. And then misrepresentation is hiding something and concealing a fault, not letting others know that you have this fault um, and covering it up very well um, and then presenting yourself as someone who doesn't have this fault. Um, so this is uh, the difference. The deceit is actively saying that you have some quality that you don't. Misrepresentation is hiding this quality that really is you but that you uh, don't want others to see, so you're concealing it. Um, so here, Lama Tsongkhapa is just showing the difference between these two and just clarifying it to an even greater degree um, and showing that sincerity is just this uh, um, um, normal attitude that you have when you're being sincere um, about something. It's just the ordinary way you would think of sincerity um, is what Lama Tsongkhapa is saying. The others are this. Um, so he's just looking at the uh, word explanation. He's g giving a word explanation of this number, of number four. Jipatsar. Uh, concludes the four dark or the four black uh, dharmas or four black practices section. Um, so uh, this is black practices are those which are non-virtue. Um, so now the white practices are their opposite. These are virtuous practices. So now we get into the four white practices. So we've completed the four black practices which refer to non-virtuous activities, or four, uh, uh, that's the best way. Uh, and now we're moving on to the four white practices. 
And I'm just giving, the reason I'm changing the words again for anyone who's new and watching, it's because a literal translation of, of this is not really light and dark. It's really white and black because it connects to other points made in Scripture. Um, so... So number uh, the four virtuous dharmas are on page 79, uh, and it's under B. Um, so um, they're using B letters a lot of times in this outline because there's such a big outline uh, that you run out the numbers, you need other things. So that's why you have an A here. Um, so you have different examples. Um, Okay. Uh, so now we'll get into the four uh, white practices. Uh, we're in now the first category, the first white practice. Um, and there are two categories, according to Jayan Sheba's uh, commentary on this. First is the object, and then it's what you do to the object. Um, so uh, I'll read this, and then we'll look at it. Forsake, first category of the white actions or white dharmas. Forsaking consciously lying to any living being whatsoever even in jest or even for the sake of your life. Uh, so the object of the, uh, I'm sorry, the object of the first of the four light pra white practices is any living being. What you do is forsake consciously lying even for the sake of uh, your life or even in jest. In this way, you do not deceive special objects of your actions, your abbot, master, etc. with lies. Uh, so there are two categories here. The object, what is the object? If you were to say, show what the object of uh, this first uh, commitment is, um, forsaking consciously lying, it's all sentient beings. Uh, so the object of observation of this is all sentient beings. Um, so the next category is what do you do in relation to any among all sentient, any among one or more of all sentient beings? And it says, what you do, so the, what is the action? The action is forsake, uh, for, what you do is forsake consciously lying. Um, so uh, the action is consciously stopping lying or giving up lying, even for the sake of your life or even in jest. In this way, you do not deceive special objects. So it's going back to the, uh, it says object is any living being, but then we know that there are sp um, the special objects or, or objects that are um, power of basis, uh, as the translators note, more powerful objects. Uh, so here it's uh, the uh, special objects, your abbot, master, etc., with lies. Um, so it's an abandonment of uh, um, lying, an active abandonment of lying is the 
category number two. To whom is category number one? All sentient beings. Diso. Um, so, uh, lying is the first uh, of the four non-virtues of the speech. Uh, so, uh, and we look at non-virtues in, in terms of um, intensity there in that order. Um, so when we look at the order of the non-virtue according to uh, the four non-virtues of the speak, speech, lying is number one. Um, and then we have the other three of uh, um, um, harsh, harsh words, uh, divisive speech, and gossip. So uh, we have, uh, just as a note, I'm not sure if that's the th those three are in the right order, but the, the first is lying. Um, those three are accurate. I'm just not sure if they're in the order of power. So I just want to make that clear as a note. Um, and I'm not sure that Rinpoche tr gave them in that order. Um, uh, but um, so the act of abandonment of lying to all sentient beings is the action and object that we're speaking of. Um, so, lying is the first of the non-virtues of the speech. It's non-virtue uh, because it gives rise to suffering. So, here, this is an active abandonment of it. So we can look at this as well in terms of scopes. Uh, we look at the small scope, uh, teaching shared in common with beings of small capacity, the presentation of the 10 non-virtuous activities and the uh, 10 virtuous activities. Um, and within that um, explanation, of uh, we find degrees. Uh, so uh, the um, virtuous activities have a small, medium, and great degrees. Non-virtuous activities have small, medium, and great degrees. And these degrees give rise to specific experiences. So the greatest degree of non-virtue gives rise to a hell realm. The medium degree of non-virtue gives rise to hungry ghosts, and a small degree of non-virtue gives rise to animal. Uh, the same is true um, when we look at the abandonment. Those also have connecting results. So the um, smallest degree of the um, abandonment of non-virtue uh, is gives rise to a human realm. A medium degree of the abandonment of non-virtue gives rise to a demigod realm. And the greatest degree of the abandonment of non-virtue gives rise to a god's realm. Uh, so we have uh, corresponding re results that are concordant with their causes uh, and degrees that are concordant with their results. Uh, so we uh, see this is how in the small teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity experiences uh, happen. How decent. <laughs> 
So it'd be interesting to know what would happen if we asked um, scientists this question. Uh, there are various degrees, definitely, of of afflictions, uh, small degrees, afflictions which are medium, afflictions that are greater. Uh, there are a variety of degrees of non-virtue, uh, those which are um, small, those which are medium, those which are greater. So if we were to ask a scientist, what are the varieties of the results that these varieties of causes um, give rise to? What are these varieties of results? So this would be an interesting question to ask scientists. We have these different degrees of afflictions, different degrees of, of, of non-virtue. Um, what, and these are different varieties. So what are the results of these varieties of non-virtues and afflictions? Okay, so now we move on to the second white practice. <laughs> ペチャドマラバチオテゲンゲンジェジャドゥダ。ブレムチェンゲツガンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲンゲン
Tibetan study of this material. And I, what I was checking is, is he's saying that uh, we have to make sure these texts are translated properly. He was saying, does, if the text is translated properly and we have it, there's still the per participant, person reading it, has to really look at it and analyze it. Uh, and, and that's the point. Yeah. Um, so you, if you don't know what it means, then uh, um, you hear this uh, white, d white practice, and you won't know what it's speaking of if you haven't um, had a solid understanding. Dapo, you need to have a stable understanding to know what this means. Um, so this is, I believe Rinpoche is saying this is a responsibility of, of our responsibility to be able to, to look at this. Um, I apologize if I mistranslated any of this. It's our responsibility uh, to look at it. My, I. Okay, so now we move on. The Nipa, the Logu, not deceiving but remaining sincere to uh, living beings. The object of the second of the four light practices is the, the Nipa, the Chanka Gatsire. Nipa Kachu Nipa Roa. ก็ชื่อนี้บ่ล่ะจานเชกะชื่อนี้บ่ล่ะรัวกะชื่อนี้บ่รัวกะชื่อนี้บ่กะชื่อนี้บ่ล่ะนี่นี่ยังจะไป
A translators note there's a wrong conception that Buddhas all become of one continuum and that that's the Buddha, this one mind. That's totally incorrect. Every being has a separate continuum and will be a separate Buddha. So this is saying that you look at all bodhisattvas and see that they have these similar qualities as the Buddha. And then you begin to develop this. So the, this is number two, is what you do is develop the idea that they are similar to the teacher and voice in the four directions praise of their character. So you then praise them for these excellent qualities that they have. So you begin to. Um, this, so this is what number two is. This is, is seeing them as separate from the Buddha, not the same, but having these qualities. So when they become a Buddha, as a translator's note, they are a separate Buddha than Buddha Shakyamuni. So they, their continuums never become one. And nor will ours in the Buddhas. That's not how it works. Dikson. Nipa. Sumba? Sumba. 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 ก็ว่าก็ว่าเสียดกว่าเลยสิก็ว่าก็ว่าดูกูอยู่อะไรสิก็ว่าดูกูอยู่อะไรสิก็ว่าพี่ตาไม่ใช่เรื่องมาเล
kontrolana kebaton do sabe gaza jonor zade chance mai me chance no lazuna na kebaton do sabe gaza kebaton do sabe jina dije chola so kontrojin jomba jes senjor zade chance mai bala chance mai be chance la tribu dije bares what is the Sunday letter on the double daughter? Chingayo and Nagang Chibarendo. Then a the Sumba, Sumba Mawa Yerbe? That's in the Mate Nogodua. That's okay. They made the Angikela. So, number three, there's a little bit more. We cultivate some small likeness of virtue, but find that it has no signs of increasing and has many signs of decreasing. This is simply the outcome of our hating, despising, or reviling bodhisattvas and friends. Uh, <coughs> uh, last week we went over uh, the various uh, presentations that we find uh, in the texts about um, bodhisattvas um, and uh, what happens uh, um, if we become angry at them or bodhisattvas became angry at one another. Um, so we find that it states that uh, in the um, Madhyamika um, Avatara, it, it speaks about uh, 100 eons of uh, virtue being abandoned uh, the moment that there is uh, an anger uh, at a bodhisattva. Um, so it says that, indeed, all anger felt toward a bodhisattva destroys within an instant merits that arise through discipline and giving of 100 kalpas. No other evil is there similar to wrath. Um, so we find that presented uh, in the, uh, the Madhyamika Avatara. And in the Shanti Deva's Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life, it says, whatever wholesome deeds, such as venerating the Buddhas and generosity that have been amassed over a thousand eons, will all be destroyed in one moment of anger. Um, so in the Madhyamika Avatara, Chandrakirti's entrance to the middle way, it speaks of 100 eons. And in Shanti Deva's Guide to the Bodhisattva's Way of Life, it speaks of 1,000. So what's the difference? The, the Kalpa Ja Tsolan Julang, the, the Kalpa Ja. Okay. So what the difference is, I just wanted to make sure I was right um, in my translation. Uh, what the difference is, is that in the Madhyamika Avatara, in Chandrakirti's entrance to the middle way, he's speaking of a bodhisattva becoming angry at a higher bodhisattva. So, for instance, a bodhisattva who is on the path of accumulation becoming angry with a bodhisattva who is on the path of preparation. If that happens, they destroy 100 eons of virtue that's been created. In Shanti Deva's text, where it says that, uh, okay, so I'll read it again. So uh, this, indeed, all anger felt towards a bodhisattva destroys within an instant merits that arise through discipline and giving of a hundred kalpas. No other evil is similar to wrath. So Chandrakirti here is speaking of a bodhisattva, a lower bodhisattva becoming angry with a higher bodhisattva. In Shanti Deva's text, whatever wholesome deeds such as venerating the Buddhas and generosity that have been amassed over a thousand eons will all be destroyed in a moment of anger. This is speaking of an ordinary being becoming angry with a bodhisattva. So when an ordinary being becomes angry with a bodhisattva, that moment 
destroys a thousand eons of virtue. Uh, so this is the difference. And then we go back to Lama Tsongkhapa's text and we see that this point is being made. We cultivate some small likeness of virtue but find that it has no signs of increasing and has many signs of decreasing. This is simply the outcome of our hating, despising, or reviling bodhisattvas and friends. Uh, so we see that our experiences of, of suffering, our negative experiences, are all related to this anger that we've developed in various moments in our past lives towards holy beings and our friends. Uh, so this is number three. The, the, oh, yeah. Uh, so we'll take a oh, short break. Uh, we'll be right back. Sorry about the beginning. It's sometimes uh, when you first get into the text, because it's an interwoven comment. <laughs> Ah. Uh, 
So number three uh, goes from uh, we cultivate small likeness of virtue but find that it has no signs of increasing and has many signs of decreasing. This is simply the outcome of our hating, despising or reviling bodhisattvas and friends. Therefore it, it is said that if you are capable of eliminating the first two faults uh, as the reviling of bodhisattvas all the harm related to persons mentioned uh, in the compendium of trainings will be averted. So if you engage in the ethics that abandons those things that have been, been presented, then you don't have to experience the negativities that a sangha in the pendium, compendium of trainings has pointed out, um, the many non-virtues and the results that the sangha points out in this text don't have to be experienced if you engage in the abandonment of those uh, negativities, that which is incompatible with those uh, uh, negativities. Um, so uh, 
if you are capable of eliminating the first two faults uh, as well as the reviling of bodhisattvas, all the harm related to persons mentioned in the compendium uh, of trainings uh, will be averted. This is based on the consideration that you do not know who is a bodhisattva. So as stated in the Kashapa chapter, you should train in the pure perception of all living beings that come from developing the idea, idea that all beings are the teacher. So this is an idea that you develop by coming to the conclusion that you cannot be certain uh, if someone is a bodhisattva or isn't a bodhisattva. Uh, this is uh, when we look at the spirit of enlightenment or bodhicitta, this is a consciousness. Um, so uh, we don't have any way to perceive whether or not someone possesses this consciousness from our side. This is an observationless sign. Uh, there isn't a sign of, that one can observe to say that that consciousness possesses the spirit of enlightenment. So that possession of the spirit of enlightenment is only known by the person who possesses it or those who are uh, um, realized to be able to know this. So um, in the Pramanavartika Karika, in uh, Dharmakirti's commentarium on the Compendium of Valid Cognition, uh, he states that, uh, and this isn't exact, but the, that uh, um, we can only be certain about our own consciousness. Um, uh, we should be careful to um, know that we, we don't know who others are, or uh, we can only be certain of our own consciousness and that we shouldn't uh, um, guess at, at, you know, or um, try to figure out something that we can't possibly know about another's. So therefore, we should um, assume that everyone we meet is a bodhisattva. And why should we do this? Because of what it says here, that all the, the negativities um, have come from this. Uh, that it says that, um, that um, I just want to find, because Rinpoche read it. Um, So that so this reviling, okay, reviling of the bodhisattvas, all the harm related to persons mentioned. Um, so, in the compendium of trainings, it mentions all the harm that becomes someone who acts nev negatively towards a bodhisattva, and because we can't be sure of who is or isn't a bodhisattva, if we don't <laughs> want the negativity <coughs> mentioned in the compendium of trainings to occur, then we have to abandon that dispiritedness to, or that negativity or hatred towards uh, bodhisattvas. Um, so uh, that is the point here, and that ends uh, number three, uh, where it says that comes from the idea that all beings are the teacher. Um, so uh, that, that's where number three and number four will be then begin next. Um, e te giuba am ne babu cola boba na ijes ne sije da ji du ji ja ne sije da ji tembi du ji ja ne te giuba de 
Okay. Um, so number four, <coughs> praise bodhisattvas when there are listeners on hand, but you incur no fault if you do not go out into the four directions praising them. This is the remedy for the uh, third dark practice. So it's saying that um, even though it says to um, praise them in the four directions, um, if you don't, if you omit that, it, you don't create non-virtue. That's a suggestion, a way of doing it uh, in a very wonderful way. Um, but it's saying that this is the remedy for the third dark practice. So go, but going back to the dark practices, um, we know that the, uh, the first dark practice um, uh, had um, five categories. The second dark practice had five categories. The third dark practice... Um, had ten categories, and the fourth dark practice had was it three three categories. Jipa gatsire sum. Ah, the nachu jipa the gatsire. Tambo ma nipa ma sum sum. Oh, three. We just did. I just forgot for one second. So there are three categories in number four. So number three that there are ten categories in. Number three in uh, this uh, is the, the remedy for that. So it's saying that uh, when we walk into a dark room and we mistake a rope for a snake, the only thing that will get rid of that mistaken conception is the understanding the truth, that it's a rope and not a snake. So this is how this serves as an opponent to this third dark practice, which is speaking disparagingly to beings who have correctly entered the Mahayana. So... Um, the number three is an opponent. Uh, so by seeing all beings as our teacher, it's an opponent to speaking disparagingly against those who've entered the Mahayana. Because we don't know who has entered the Mahayana, because that's a mental state. It's a consciousness. Um, just as a translator's note, if we look at Sanskrit, bodhicitta, bodhi means Buddha, chitta means mind. Uh, so it's literally Buddha mind would be the most direct way to translate bodhicitta. Um, it would be misleading and hard, you know, but so we use spirit of enlightenment. But Buddha mind is the literal translation of the Sanskrit. Um, so that's why we know it's a consciousness. It's a mind. So we have no way to observe. It's a non-observation, a sign of non-observation. Okay, Deeksung Rinpoche. What I don't know what the Jiba. Kachu Jiba draw. Kachu Jibi Yune, Rangi Mibashibi, Sijanos. Kachu Jibi Yude. 
Rakı mi başı bir seçin. Daha sonra düzen namıdını yiyin. Çözünsa namıdını yiyince o da. Kaçı gibi yüne. Rakı mi başı bir seçin. Rakı mi başı bir seçin. Kaçı gibi yüres. Ne? Dela şava cinda şeyinlerini kaçı yiyin. Dela şava. Neyse iyi teba. Teba mündü ba. Neyse iyi teba mündü var. ดูไปชาชูนเซนโตดูไปชาชูนเซนโตจูบาวุสเซนโตจูบาวุสวัดเดราคิมเฮบาเชบิเซเจนเตละอันเนสุสุกวัดเดเทบาเตละเนทุก
वो तो चुत मैं तो मारे से नकुल वो थे जबा चे कैसा शे भाई ना मैं दी जबा ताशे चे भी छे तो ये मैं दी जुआ छे तो मुझे भी शुरू हो सा वो तो डूब मारे से था ရှပ်ပါရှပ်ပါလည်းရှပ်ပါလည်းကကျွေးရှိပြီးတော့ဒီယူတန်ရှာဝါဒီချီရှင်းတမိုးရှပ်ပါရှပ်ပါလည်း
the modest vehicle, but to adhere to perfect enlightenment. So you're trying to dissuade them um, from, um, from the outset, from studying the Hinayana only, um, and instead to strive for complete Buddhahood. Um, so it's saying uh, to encourage those students, to encourage those friends, to strive for complete Buddhahood, to not engage in the pathways of the hearer, to not engage in the pathways of the solitary realizer, because that does not bring all forms of happiness, the culmination of all happiness. If we want sentient beings to be as happy as possible, if they practice the hearer or the solitary realizer vehicle, they have not accomplished that because the highest happiness that one can accomplish is that of Buddhahood, is that of omniscience. That form of happiness is the highest level of happiness. So by dissuading them, by, by persuading them to practice the Mahayana, you are, your motivation is virtuous because you're motivated to have that person reach the highest happiness possible. Um, so if your motivation is that, that you are encouraging them to practice the Mahayana, to not practice the Hinayana because of the limitations, um, and you are encouraging them because of this virtuous motivation, if they don't decide to practice the Mahayana and they go about their day or continue to practice or practice the here or solitary realizer vehicle or other things, then you don't get any sort of non-virtue because your motivation was proper. Um, so it's saying, um, uh, but if your disciples do not develop the intention for it, you incur no fault because you are simply uh, unable to accomplish it. Now, as a translator's note, this does not read like proselytizing. This reads like, student, you're advising. Should you advise them to go to the lesser vehicle or should you advise them to go to the great vehicle? This isn't walking, translator's note, this does not read like walking into a Hinayana temple and saying, stop practicing this. Just as a note, does not read like that. It reads like if you are encouraging people, encourage them towards the Mahayana. So sometimes words can read in a way that make it seem like, oh, now we, pro now we need to go knock on doors and tell them, don't, you know, only practice this. That's not what it says, just as a translator's note. Um, this light practice eliminates the second dark practice. So we go to the second dark practice. We remember there were five categories of it. Uh, so we go back, we look at what that was, um, and we see that making others feel regret about something that is not regrettable. Um, so this practice, number four, acts as a direct opponent to that. Um, um, so here it says, uh, the, the light practice eliminates the dark practice, making others feel regret about something that is not regrettable. So we back up. But if your disciples do not d develop the intention for it, you incur no fault because you were simply unable to accomplish it. This uh, light practice eliminates the dark practice, making others feel regret about something that is not regrettable. Because if you want from the depths of your heart for others to set forth toward the culmination of all happiness, you will not do something that brings about unhappiness in others so as to make them feel some regret about their virtuous activity. Um, so um, if your goal is to bring people to Buddhahood, then it makes no sense uh, if your goal is to bring them to the utmost happiness, it would make no sense to make them regret something that would make them happy. Um, some virtuous practice that would make them happy, it, it is contradictory to your goal. 
Um, so then this serves as an opponent to number two because your aim is to bring them all the greatest forms of happiness. If they're doing something that will make them uh, a virtuous action that leads to happiness, then it doesn't make sense for us to make them regret that uh, if our goal and theirs is the same. Ours is just a bigger goal. Um, so that's number four, how it relates to number two. Um, so there are, Riviche just gave a brief introduction, so there are three vehicles. If we look at um, the, the various vehicles, those three vehicles can be divided into two categories. There's a hearer vehicle, solitary realizer vehicle, uh, and the bodhisattva vehicle. The hearer and solitary realizer vehicle fall into the Hinayana category. Bodhisattva vehicle falls under the um, great vehicle or the Mahayana category. Um, the, the two Hinayana vehicles do not lead to Buddhahood. They lead to an individual liberation, whereas the great vehicle leads to Buddhahood. In, in the great vehicle, the, the highest form of happiness is Buddhahood. So the culmination of all happiness uh, would be that person becoming a Buddha. So if we wish for others to culminate all happiness, the highest happiness is Buddhahood, so we wouldn't want that left out. So if we were to in encourage them to practice the lower vehicles, we wouldn't be allowing them to have all happiness. We'd be keeping them back from their potential happiness because it, it's an incomplete in terms of pathways to complete happiness. Here, a solitary realizer is incomplete in that it doesn't lead to complete Buddhahood. It doesn't lead to that highest form of, of happiness. Um, so it says... So I think that's it. Um, so if, if you say to a person so, um, um, that, oh, this dharma that you're doing doesn't help, then that also would be non-virtuous, um, and we would want to stay away from that because if they're practicing any dharma, it leads to happiness. Um, so by saying, oh, um, you're practicing the lesser vehicle, that doesn't help. That's not the point of this either. Um, uh, it, it's, it's because you're looking for the highest happiness. Um, so this is how it combats number two and how um, it, it helps you cultivate beings to their highest potential. Okay, so that's it. Uh, the Dharma is health, the root is virtue. Okay, Dixon. That the Najugi那不可取的那种度啊，那空格吧，有时机会呢，空格吧，有啊，对，机会呢，那接着没去过，那多送档的都是，多送，多档不接吧，送吧，我这生意去吧，是多档不接，他妈接着没去过，多得了，
کیسے شیئر ہوئی ہمارے کہاں کی جورو شیخ کا تحباس کہاں کی جورو کا تحباس ٹھونگا ٹھونچے نہ سوہاں ٹھونگا ٹھونچے نہ سوہاں کہاں تنے بھی نہ سو شانچو لانے یادا دھو تینا سیندو میں جورو شیخوں سوہاں وطامہ دیکھوں رہنے ٹھونگا ٹھونگا ٹھونچے ٹھونگا Um, then we have a quote. So where is this information coming from? Where does it say that these are opponents, that the spirit of enlightenment uh, serves as an opponent to this and that we shouldn't make others feel regret, etc.? Um, uh, where do we find the source for this information, these points that have been presented? And it says, the sutra requested by a lion. So this falls under the category of the first sutras. Uh, Rinpoche was saying there's, they, they will mean something to someone. One two, three, in terms of categories. This is uh, the first category of sutras. Uh, Rinpoche is saying he's not sure. It says, requested by a lion. If this just is some, someone who is compared to a lion, or literally if this means it was requested by a lion. Um, so we're not sure um, uh, what the title infers or doesn't. Um, so Rinpoche was just saying that. Uh, but it, the sutra requested by a lion. If you cultivate the spirit of enlightenment in all lives and do not abandon it even in dreams, what is the point of mentioning not abandoning it when you are not sleeping? So if the advices are, and the point is, that the mind that aspires to enlightenment, the spirit of enlightenment is pervasive at all times. It's never abandoned. It is always on, if you will. It, when you're asleep, it is active. When you're awake, it is active. It is never inactive. So what, what is the point of mentioning not abandoning it when you are not sleeping? So if these are the advices, what need is there to say that there shouldn't be an exception when you're awake? The Buddha said, cause to enter into enlightenment the beings in villages and cities or in any other place they may dwell. Then you will not relinquish the spirit of enlightenment. So This is the Buddha saying, go to the, the villages and cities, so small towns and larger cities. And, and if you are going to spread a word, uh, spread the word uh, meaning to those students who want to hear it. This isn't, again, this doesn't read like a, a sermon to give to those who aren't interested. Uh, this is when you go to people and when they want to listen to a teaching, this is what you teach them. And if you teach them this, you will maintain your own spirit of enlightenment. So this is how you maintain it, is by encouraging others. Why are you encouraging others? Because 
the highest form of happiness is enlightenment, and you want them to achieve that. So you're encouraging others to achieve their full potential and not keeping back something from them that they could achieve. Um, so it, it says that cause to enter into enlightenment the beings in villages and cities or in any other place they may dwell. So anywhere there's a being who is interested, teach them that which brings them to the highest form of happiness, which is Buddhahood. Um, so teach them the great vehicle. Then you will not relinquish the spirit of enlightenment. Deesung, Seldu. What a long time about that. Uh,也啊,那这种吧,他都的,什么不吧,他,也没搞啊,也当,也没搞啊,也当,也当,也没搞啊,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当,也当
damat üzere bir çoğu incele. Long sonucu çoğu doğuz. Tengenzi jelpo long yöre. Hüyük yöre. De tengenzi de jye, enjike jye. De senge, de jayan, de jin, de jin do, do jim, jimba. Den tengenzi jelpo. Okay, so I'm just going to read it. So the next is the Cloud of Jewels Sutra, the Ratna Mega Sutra of the Ratna Kuta Collection. If you train in the spirit of enlightenment in all activities and you preface any cultivation of virtue with the spirit of enlightenment, Uh, etc. And then, in the King of Concentration Sutra, as many as people frequently examine, so much will their minds engage whatever they are thinking over. Um, I just need to look something. I'm not going to have time. Then a... The Go and see... 36 And then what is Sabsundos, Shesuji, Savadento? Then they long Kanga, they drink Do? Kagante, Gangisen, they ting in Natuja, 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 Nabucatuja, Smuro. Lesser. Tajil Tina, two on the Mamasons, one of the Kunga by Yusin. Lesser. Singer she been dota. Lesser. Jambaji, Jambaji, been dota. ก้นชูเจนเลยสงโดสิเจนไม่ชูเกะคุ้นเรสคุ้นเจนไม่ชูคุ้นโดสิเรสเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลยเลย
That's still within this, right? 3, B, A, B, C, A, A was. Okay, so maybe there's a third category now. Um, Oh, did you? <laughs> So it's very important that at the end of this teaching we make a very um, solid dedication. The Buddha stated that just like a drop of water from a bucket that's put into the ocean, uh, it does not disintegrate until the entire ocean disintegrates. Likewise, a virtue that's been properly dedicated to enlightenment will not be lost or removed until it becomes a cause for that enlightenment that one achieves. Um, so that's why it's very important to make a proper dedication, and uh, we'll do that with the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. <coughs> the fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All-powerful Avogateshvara, Tenzin Gyatso, may you stay until samsara's end. Pray for the long life of precious Kensar Wanda, holder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance, Suji Yunichi, Gutsi Shapi Denron, Anatsu Lam Chemokonachu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>